This episode is sponsored by Creative Cake Design, the online resource for all things cake. Take your cakes to the next level with hours of instructional videos from world-renowned cake experts. New videos are added every month to the large catalogue of cake decorating videos, which include demonstrations, tips and tricks and step-by-step -step tutorials. Go to go.creativecakedesign.com forward slash DCC. Are you a cake maker running a business or a business owner making cakes? Hi, I'm Sammy. Hi, I'm Bronya, and welcome to the business of cake making. Hey, good evening. Good evening. Hello. Or good morning or good afternoon, depending yes. on where you're listening. Wherever you're listening and how you're listening, absolutely. Yes. Um, okay, so how are you? I'm all right. I'm good. Busy. Busy. Very busy. Weddings and so many birthday cakes. Re really? Yeah, we're turning away so many orders. My gosh. And so many late weddings. Do you know what? I've got a wedding consultation, and actually this is one of our questions, which is quite ironic, but I've got a wedding consultation on Saturday for a cake in two weeks' time. Yeah, yeah. It's just, I've, had, it's... I've had four inquiries, and they're all for the next two months. Really? Yeah. Is it because people have kind of gone, oh, we are going to get married then after all? I don't know. How extraordinary. So it's all like... So um, we to the pump. Is that what we are squeaking this podcast in this evening. Yeah. So, <laughs> so we have tried to get guests, and you know what? Um, I have got three guests that have all said yes, they would love to do a podcast with us. Um, but nailing them down to dates at the moment is a little trickier, and I think it's probably for exactly the same reason. Yes. Yeah. But we well, we struggle to to find time. To squeeze this in <laughs> yeah yeah exactly so yeah. yeah um so but there are guests on the on the horizon um but in the absence of guests i put out a call the other day literally yesterday so at the time of recording this it was literally yesterday about q and a's um and i think we should do one of these quite regularly because we've had loads of questions <laughs> It's brilliant, so, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and I think you know if we do it again and we can like plug that we're going to do this on the podcast, I think we'd get more questions. So yeah, yeah literally, it went out on Instagram yesterday, and yeah, we've got some we've got some goodies. So, Excited. So we have asked you, our listener, if you have any questions for us, and we will do our best to answer them with our experience and no our knowledge. <laughs> I'm not saying that what we know is right. <laughs> but we do it anyway yeah yeah if we're not right let us know yes if any yeah if anyone says actually i wouldn't do that um <laughs> i would do it like that yeah i'd do it like this <laughs> <laughs> then that's fair enough and we accept we accept that and we would be happy to hear um right so we've got two so the first questions are two that came in and they're very similar or they're kind of on the similar thing so I think we can answer them together. Uh-huh. Um, one of them has come in from Beth Walker 
Um, and I'm just finding who. And the other one has come in from Devon Made Cakes. So they're, uh-huh. they're kind of really closely related. So one says, I keep getting bulges on my cakes from the, uh-huh. the stuffing. Yeah, bulges. Ring of doom, we call it. <laughs> um, I've even started using ganache. Please help. And then the other one, which I think is very closely related, is it's so hard to get perfect edges on cakes. Any tips? So I think this is just two construction questions. Well, I'm going to jump straight in. Go on then, straight in. I've had a lot of bulges lately. Have you? (laughs) I have been eating too much cake. (laughs) (laughs) But, but that aside, <laughs> that aside. So um, I think because it's been so hot, yeah, the humidity, uh, and, I, and I've been leaving my cakes in the fridge longer, right? And and what I've noticed is when I uh, put my crumb coat on, that is when there seems to be a gap, so that the the buttercream isn't sticking to the cake, and that's right. creating a gap. Right. Which then when you chill it down is where the air bubble is coming from. Oh, oh, see, now I wasn't thinking of that bulge. See, I, I know what bulge you're thinking of, the ring of doom. Yeah, OK. All right. OK. Yeah. <laughs> but you're talking about air bubbles. Air, air bubbles. Well, it, it, they've been turning into massive bulges. Oh, OK. So I have been, I've had to strip it right back to cake. Oh, and and start again and that was the only way I could get rid of it because I I tried turning it upside down um to uh release the air bubbles through the bottom um somebody else I know had had the same sort of problem and they put two smoothers together to cut off the excess bit of fondant oh okay which I've tried before I'm too messy and (laughs) (laughs) that didn't work um or put a pin in it and hopefully you'll be able to smooth the air bubble out or the bulge right so I actually put on um Instagram last week about air bubbles because obviously last week was really humid really hot Um, and what I do is I stop I try to mitigate it before you get to that bulge. So air bubbles develop when your cake is cold and then you bring it back to room temperature or even in this weather goes above room temperature because the heat is so awful. And then the cold air inside starts to expand and it has nowhere to go. And because you've sealed it in with buttercream and fondant or ganache or whatever, it then just makes a bubble. So what I do, and I've actually put... um, of story up last week of this i put holes in my cake i put chimneys in them so i get i get a skewer or a dowel and i find a spot on the cake whether it's at the back or whether it's under a leaf or something and i stick uh-huh. stick a dowel or skewer right the way through the cake through through all the filling right the way to the very bottom and yeah. then i pull that back out again so there is a wow. hole wow yeah so what you're doing is as that air is expanding it's got a oh. chimney wow I like that. Um, and on bigger cakes, do it in a couple of places. So there's a couple of chimneys. Yeah, I wish I could do that on my body. <laughs> <laughs> right, so that's air bubbles and bulges. Um, the ring of doom. So I think this is the 
you know when you you stack all your cakes on top of one another yeah so you're filling your cake and then as the weight from the cake the next cake layer squishes out the next one and in this weather I'm not being funny it's going to be really tricky it's really hard um but I think this is a damning question it is a damning question (laughs) isn't it and 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 in this weather I do think it pays when you damn your cake which is uh you put a put your Oh gosh, how are we gonna how am I gonna describe this? So you pipe your first layer onto the cake, yeah, and then you make it into a paddling pool by putting a ring around it. Nice way of putting it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And then, then you put your filling in. But in this weather, I would recommend that the dam or yeah. the paddling pool part is thicker yes. than you would normally. Yeah. Make I'll, it a st- either a stiffer buttercream or yeah. a stiff I mean I've in the past actually dammed with ganache. So I've actually used the, the ganache. Oh, yeah. So I've piped yeah. round that ring round the edge yeah. with with a ganache or I've included if I can get hold of it, um Royal icing sugar. Yeah, royal icing sugar in my buttercream to make it stiffer. And do you leave a f- a fingered width gap? Um because I, I I tend to do you I I go in the width of a finger okay yeah <laughs> the whole way round yeah right okay um I don't always pipe my dam sometimes I sculpt it with a palette knife yeah depending oh, on what I, cake is or depending on where the weather is yeah see I'm so messy that I find it if I do it that that way right. the um, artistic way I just make a hell of a mess. <laughs> And then, and then what happens is I put my my jam or my curds or whatever in, and then I put my next layer on, and bloop, it all just oozes out. So, so the the safest way so I, I prefer to pipe it. Yeah. So, so just get like um just a round nozzle tip, or just get a piping bag and cut the top off your piping bag. Yeah. And literally pipe a ring around the outside of your cake with a thicker buttercream. Um. And then chill yeah, it, and have a separate have a separate um, bag. Yeah, for your for your damning. Yes, yeah, yeah. Make it <laughs> make it much. It's not going to be the one that you're going to be able to smear on the edges to put your your crumb no, coat on. No, definitely. So, um, and I would definitely definitely recommend that you don't buttercream and ice in the same day. No, no. I would do it the day before. Leave it in a cool place. Yeah. To chill, but to, to I don't put it in the fridge. Right, okay. I, I just leave it on the side. See, I do put a lot of my cakes in the fridge, but a lot of my I cakes. I do when are... I come to ice them. Yeah, yeah. you do a lot of buttercream. Yeah, a lot of mine are buttercream. So yeah, yeah, I don't know whether I'd put fondant over an iced nice cake. Also, ganache. So so she's saying that she's using ganache and she's still getting bulges. I suspect the ganache isn't thick enough. Maybe yeah. Because you, I mean, yeah, um, yeah, I'm doing a bit of visualization here. <laughs> so how <laughs> thick do you put your ganache layer? Um, I do it a couple of, a couple of inches. No, <laughs> you know that eight inch cake? Sorry, it's 12. <laughs> yeah. I would, I would do a good five mil on mine around the edge. Yeah. Yeah. Not so much that when you cut into it, it's purely no, ganache. No. With icing and that everyone just peels off. Yeah, but it is. It has to be structurally sound. Um, yeah, and again, 
don't do it on the day you're covering. Yeah. So yeah. so you leave it to yeah. yeah. I mean I have I um I have in the past ganached a cake and then covered it the next day, but I've like ganached it in the morning and then covered it later on in the day and therefore it's had yeah. proper time to set. Yeah. Give it good setting right. time. And pop it in the fridge. Yeah. Before you cover it. Definitely as well. Definitely. Right, so that's yeah. that's bulges. Um perfect edges. Now this 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 question she hasn't said with the perfect edge whether she's talking about fondant or buttercream. Wow. So I think we should tackle both. Yes, I agree. So um, should we tackle fondant first? Okay, yes. I I like getting um, like sharp, sharp edges. edges. You like super sharp. But sometimes they just don't want to come. <laughs> sometimes you're in a hurry see the thing is is that this is a really new fashion <laughs> sharp yeah. edges is a really new fashion and i think people have got really obsessed with sharp edges but yeah i think the more we see good sharp edges the more we like them so that's why we kind of and don't forget that quite a lot of the cakes that are on pinterest and Intr- instagram are on dummies yes yes so they're, they're not actual cake get- yeah. They're going to get amazing. And also, edges. a lot of influencers I've seen um, just re—if they—if they do use a real cake, they reuse the same cake over and over, and over again. So it's probably rock hard. It's you know, even yeah. if it's not a dummy, it could be that it's on its tenth ray round and it's yeah. like solid. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. I would say, firstly, make sure you have a good foundation. Have a good ganache yes. foundation. Yes, I agree. Or, or even buttercream, because I I do. Um, sometimes do them without any ganache right. on them so I make sure that I have enough of a foundation yeah, yeah. a little skim ain't gonna, gonna work be, yeah and um I make sure that I don't have too much fondant on the um, not fondant buttercream on the top of the cake yes. because if you have too much it just goes squish and you get a dome defect yes. <laughs> you get like that that muffin top in a very yeah. small effect. Yeah. yeah. So the Pro Froster. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. And it's brilliant the, at getting rid of that top layer. Because it completely scrapes that that top off. Yeah. If you haven't got... No, no matter what you scrape your cakes with down the side, whether you're using um, ganache plates... I can't get on with ganache plates. I just can't use them. Some people swear by them. I can't be bothered. Um, I use the Pro Froster or I use my trusty metal bench scraper. Whatever yeah. you do, make sure that is... F- when you're scraping... Scrape it at 45 degrees to the cake and make sure it's flat on the floor, on the, the base. So you're getting yeah. horizontal sides, vertical yeah, sides. Because not you horizontal will... vertical. <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we really know what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> even if it you think it's flat, if there's a like a slight yeah. um 47 degrees. Yeah. <laughs> It will just, yeah, it will just... You will see when you cover the cake. Yeah. So make sure that it's... It's completely flat. Yeah. Do you do the upside down method? Sometimes I do. Yeah, me too. Me too. I do it. I like to do a bit of everything because sometimes you get a feeling, oh, this cake's going to be perfect. Oh, dear. Flip it over and away you go. Or I tend to do that when I think, oh, I've put too much icing on. It's just going not going to plan yeah and i'll pip it, pop it over and then i can slice off the excess yes 
So the upside down, if anyone doesn't know what the upside down method is, is literally you cover your cake and you turn it upside down and then you smooth down towards your countertop. And I'd recommend you put it on a board. Yeah. (laughs) See, I don't mind. Onto your work surface, because when you try and pick it up and flip (laughs) it again, you get a handprint in it. See, what I do, and actually there is, I did a reel about this and it's got, yeah. nearly 400,000 views this reel so go yeah, I know go and check out there's a reel on our Instagram page um what I do is I put a piece of greaseproof paper on the font top on the top then I put a board and then I flip it upside down so it's on a piece of greaseproof paper because I have had occasions when um when it's been hot and sticky weather and I've gone to take the board off and it's just pulled all the fondant yes i've done that so if you've got a bit of greaseproof paper you can kind of peel it back slowly but yeah go and check out the go and check out the reel on instagram that i did and it it explains how to do the upside down method and it's a case of pushing your fondant your your smoother and your fondant down to your countertop instead of doing it the right way up yeah you're doing it upside down also another tip is don't put too much icing sugar down because it will clump and then when you turn it back over, you get the indentations in the fondant. Can I say I don't use icing sugar at all anymore? Do you use cornflour? No, I don't use anything. Oh, my God. I what have work surfaces got, have you got? I've got, you know, the cutting mats? Yeah. You know, the, the, the green cutting mats? I've got a yeah. big one of those that fits on my countertop. Ah, and it's nonstick. I and I use that. And I, so I don't use any, because I used to use masses of icing sugar. Yeah. And I don't use any ice and sugar anymore. And it works. So I need a new Mac because mine's got loads of uh, scalp oh, marks, marks in it. it. Yeah, so I bought a really big one um, and it's the depth of my countertop. Um, and it's I think it's pink on one side and purple on the other. Really? Mine's green. I know. I know. Mine, yeah, pink on one. I think got from Amazon. Mine's pink on one side, purple on the other. And I put um, a non-slip mat underneath it and I don't need any... Anything else like icing sugar or corn flour or anything? Ah, uh, no. Going to try that. Yeah, so so just go and go and check out the go and check out the um Instagram maps. Yeah, and the maps. Okay. Oh yeah, your video. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Um, right. If you are doing buttercream, my advice for buttercream, and I don't think this is about buttercream, but if you are struggling, because I know I see a lot of people saying that they get in. They get air bubbles or their buttercream's pulling back off when they, they go around the smoother. Um, a couple of things I would say is, firstly, only ever go in one direction with your smoother. Yeah. Your scraper. So only it, so don't, so what I do is I put all my buttercream on and then I do one whole turn with my scraper there. So like one hole outside uh-huh. and then I clean my scraper off and then I do another whole turn. Yeah. I never go back the other way because as soon as you go back the other way, you bring out bubbles. Yeah, it pulls it, pulls yeah, it, off. it pulls off. Yeah. And you go, why did I yeah. do that? <laughs> so, so only ever go in one direction. Make sure your scraper or your um, your Profoster is flat to the floor of it. So flat to the... Yeah, not on the floor. <laughs> so flat to the ground, onto the board. Yeah. Um, and keep chilling it. Just keep chilling it. Yeah, yeah, and, and quite, sometimes as well. You know the the very last one that you do, so you're nearly perfect. Yeah. I will heat my yes metal um, smoother yeah. up, 
and um, go around yeah, with that I because do. that gets rid of all. I just run it under a very hot tap and it just gets yeah. nasty. The other... I have seen videos where they keep a jug and they, they pop it in. Yeah, I, but I haven't got a jug. No, big I enough. haven't got a jug. Even big though enough. I have a million, you've got jugs. thousands of jugs. <laughs> I have. I haven't got one that's suitable for that job. <laughs> well, that's a challenge, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, also, I, the other thing I would say is that if you're doing buttercream cakes and you watch you watch Instagram videos, they're not that quick. It does. It takes much, much longer to do yeah. a buttercream cake. So you've got to yeah. think. Most videos are like sixty seconds, ninety seconds max. Yeah. It's not that quick to, to buttercream a cake. No. Um, That's right. You know, they've sped it up. <laughs> yeah. And I, I've recently just started doing this. You know when you do, so you go around and then you, you've you done your top and it's as flat as anything and then you do your last skim round yeah. and you get you get another line yes. on um, buttericing. Yeah. So if you chill it yes. at that stage and then when you take it out, because it's hard and ready to go, you just use a very sharp knife and carefully go yes. around and slice it off, and it's beautiful. Yeah, you're cutting that perfect edge, definitely. Yeah, as opposed to wipe it off, yeah. again, wipe it off. <laughs> and also, that's I mean, that's a really good tip for when you are ganashing. So if you're ganashing under, under fondant, that's a really good tip to get a completely sharp yeah. edge on your, your ganache before you put the fondant yeah. on top. Yeah. Right, okay. Next question. So this yeah. one has come from, let me just double check, Little Treacle. This has come from lovely name. <laughs> Love it. Little Treacle. Um, how far in advance do you usually do wedding consultations? Well, um, I tend to say um, do it a year before. Right. That's what I'd say on my website, yes. whatever. So that's um, your recommended. Yes. Okay. Um, but the way things are going at the moment, <laughs> it'll be next week. <laughs> yeah. So my my personal assistant, my lovely husband Mark, he'll get the inquiry and he'll say to them, um, "Do you want your samples? Yeah. Do Do you want to do it on this date?" So he's been whacking them in within the same month. So I've got weddings booked for twenty twenty three. Right. And weddings booked for yeah. <laughs> next month, so we we we're tending to do it on a. I I hate doing it on a weekly basis. It just takes up so much yeah, of does. your time. It does. So, but your idea. Yeah. So, if you were doing it a month, a year in advance, do you? Um, I take a fifty pound deposit. Right, and do you nail down the design, or do you come back to them later on? No, I do. I like to do the whole lot. Right all at once okay. because I'm too ditzy to do it in stages <laughs> I like to make sure I've got the whole lot right. um all in one everything all of the details and then six months before I get their second payment and then six weeks before I like to phone them up and give them a just a check through to make sure all the details okay. are the same okay so you kind of almost give them a chance at some point to go actually we're not having red roses we're having blue orchids yeah yeah okay. okay yeah and I do always always say that at the consultation as well I say if, you know if you change your mind just let me know yeah with yeah. enough time and that's fine because I mean I my fear um at the moment is the the cost of the, the rising prices at the moment oh god yes yeah um yeah so I don't do a lot of wedding consultations I don't do a lot of weddings 
Um, really. Yeah, because I, I've been bitten on the bum a lot by this yeah. lately because um, I did a lot of wedding consultations um, two years before. Right. And then we had COVID. Oh, yeah. And now I'm still doing these cakes at, two years yeah, later. At those prices. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I priced them up as my what I call novice prices because I've 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 changed and I've I've grown yeah. and I you know I know more now than I so did then. So you're literally at two years ago prices which yeah is not only just the cost of ingredients but it's actually the cost of you that has gone yeah. up as well. Yeah so theoretically I guess you should if you do do a wedding cake that is two years in advance or three years in advance you should cost that into your cost See, I, personally if it was me and I remember when we went to cake professionals the um the regional I found it quite interesting that Christine was saying that they take a deposit they give a ballpark figure as a yeah. quote and then they requote or they specifically quote closer to the time so that's when everything was nailed down for them so you know they would go right okay I know you're going to want a six-tier cake with lots of flowers that's going to be my six-tier cake that's really complicated, which will be X amount of pounds. And then closer yeah. to the date, they would go back and go, right, so what is the design? And then specifically yeah. quote it. Um, yeah. Uh, that is a much better way of doing it, isn't it? Do you know what? As soon as she said it, you kind of, you kind of went, oh, that makes sense. Um, and I think for anything yeah. at the moment that's probably over six months in advance, because of the costs going up... That's probably how I would do it now. Um, two to three years, I don't think I would ever be able to go, right, that's the price. Yeah, yeah. No. Do you know what? That that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> and I think we've spoken about this before. Yeah. But it's like I'm having a <laughs> moment. I mean, it does mean that you've got like an extra bit of work later on, but at least you're getting, getting the right money for it. Um yeah. The thing is with wedding consultations, they tend to come at certain times of year. So people people yeah. get engaged at Christmas and then all of a sudden you get this influx of wedding consultations or influx of wedding inquiries after Christmas. And then when you get talking to the couple, it's like, well, actually, we've only just got engaged. We haven't got our venue yet. And it's like, well, if you really want me to be your cake maker, put down a save the date and then come back to me when you've decided on yeah. everything else you're doing. Um but then there are some, I mean, I've had some couples that have come to me and gone, we're going to design the wedding around our cake. Yeah. I no pressure. But <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but yeah, they come, so they tend to come at sort of like September, October, as wedding season's dying down, after Christmas, up to about Easter. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then you get the autumn. Yeah, you kind of get surges of them, don't you? Yeah, you do get surges. Seasonal. I don't. In the summer, it's always really quiet. Yeah, and I, but I guess that's nice because everyone's going to weddings, and we're yeah. making wedding cakes, which is yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so I I would say how far in advance is variable, but if you are doing them very far in advance, don't put your quote down in stone. Yeah. Good tips. So, Right. Good question. Very good question. Right, so next question. This is quite a long one. And this one, I have done a bit of digging on this, and I'm still not... Anyway. I'm confused about allergen awareness for wedding clients. 
On the training, I read that you should alert customers before a sale of allergens in the cakes and then alert them again at collection stroke delivery. Just wondering how people do this for wedding cakes where you will be setting up at the venue and potentially not seeing the customer there. Also, there's no box to label with the allergens as you would normally do for someone collecting a cake. Hope this makes sense. Thanks. Lovely. Makes perfect sense. Lovely, Chris. So what do you do? Right, what I do, I ask the couple, do you know of any allergen? That's my very first thing. Are there any allergen um, issues that I need to think about? Um, Then when I send my proposal or quotation, whatever you call it, um, my T's and C's go out and it will say in there that what the allergens, what allergens are contained. So they've got that on the quote and the proposal. Mm-hmm. Um, when I deliver the cake, I now write a piece of paper um, that, so say it's a four tier cake, it will specify which, which tier is which flavour, what allergens are in each tier, um, and then it have other things like, please don't put it in the fridge if it's fondant. Um, and it would, I'll also put what structure. So I'll say if there's a centre dowel, if there's dowels in each tier, and I have that. Yeah. Um, also, another question we'll be getting onto in a minute, a minute, I also talk about flowers. So if there's any flowers that they should be aware of. Yeah. Um, so all the information, and then I hand that, and I make a point of either finding the events coordinator or the catering manager, and I hand it to them, or I leave it next to the cake. Yes. I don't hand it to the poor waitress that's got a million other things to do because yeah. she's setting up a room on her own, trying to get all the knives yeah. and forks in a, a straight line. I don't give it to her because she'll put it aside somewhere. I, I try and give it to the right people um, or I leave it next to the cake for someone to come and collect later. That's what I do. What do you do? Well, um, I'm quite similar to you, Um Though I am a bit dizzy and I sometimes forget my piece of paper. So what I do is I write it on the box that I'm going to leave because um, they probably won't have any cake left at the end. But you always go, here's Yeah, I always leave a a box just in case. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I I have my sheet of paper, but sometimes I forget it. Um, and I put my stickers on my on the. I just do it on one right. box. I used to do it on each individual box, but then I'm thinking they're not going to go rummaging through that. They just want something quick and simple. So I put again all the stick. I have my stickers with all the allergens, whether it's vegetarian. Um, I then same as you. I, I label each what each tier yeah. is, whether it has dowels yeah. in it, and um, I also put on a best before date. And um, may contain nuts or allergens, that sort of thing. And I also, um, I don't know where I read it the other day. I did watch a video on, no, I think it was um, the Sugar Craft Junkies right. did a, I listened they did, to They have theirs. done one on allergens, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty <clears throat> sure. And you have to also put um, details of how people can t- contact yes. you. On yeah. the box so I, I put all that on so that I piece of paper so it. I have it as like a headed piece of paper and I put yeah. that on that piece of paper um so now I saw on Facebook now this it, just coincidence this came up yesterday 
And someone said yeah. that they had been asked by a venue to print out um, an allergen and ingredient list to put in a frame yes. next to the cake. And she was like, I don't want to do that because the cake table has been designed specifically and now they want in a frame next to it. Um, and so lots of people putting in their opinion. Um, and I think the opinion, the general opinion was, is that the venues are really touy about it. Um, yeah. And because they've got a couple yeah, of their bases. So they're really, well, really touchy they? about it. Um, and it doesn't need to be done. It doesn't need to be on display for people because chances are when that cake is cut, it's not going to be in the same place once. And it's not going to no. have that. I mean, when your cake is there in its full glory, no one's eating it. It's not until it's all cut up. Um, so, yeah, the general consensus was as long as the venue are very certain about what, what it is. And as long as you have talked it through with your couple or with your client and they know exactly and they have it in writing, in emails beforehand. And you have specifically said, do you know of any allergy problems? Yeah. I um, I know nobody comes to my house anymore. <laughs> Um, to um, do consultations really but I still have the signs up yeah. everywhere saying please tell me about the allergy yeah. any allergies yeah. whatever um, I... and so, somebody was talking about uh, some somebody on our cake group um, she popped round to borrow something and she said um, when her inspector came round Health yeah. inspector, he said you should occasionally put a, a post up on social media really? saying, Do you have allergies? Okay. Let your cake yeah. make a noise. I mean, the thing is, if you've got a website, it should be on your website. It should be written down. So it should be on your website. Yeah. It should be on your terms and conditions. In your yeah, when you're yeah. sending the quote out, everyone should know about it. Um, but that's interesting. Yeah, just put it on your, put it on your socials every Social. so often. That's. You're just covering yeah. your ass. That's what you're doing, you know. Yes, yeah, that's, that's, that's what right. you do. And ultimately, you don't want to kill anyone. No, no. I, mean, I haven't heard of anyone and dying. It's so of cake, but... <laughs> but it's the it's if they're soya, yeah, yeah. In if it. there's sesame or something um, in which, it, or yeah, yeah, or lupins. Um, yes. So you know the the, ve the vegan um, butters, they um, they've got lupins. And in that them. isn't that related to peanuts. Uh, Isn't it a ground nut or something know. like that? Like a not a tree nut, but a ground. There's, it, I'm sure it's connected to a I nut somewhere. Or maybe I can't it's remember. Uh, yeah, but yeah, do just talk to your clients and make sure your clients are aware of of all the gluten, of all the of yeah. all the um allergens. Yeah, because um the same as um you know um some of the little silver balls yeah. and things like that. They sometimes have um mollusks. Yeah, I know. Them. Yeah. As well. The other thing is, um, which I don't think we've ever spoken about, but we probably should, is the Southampton Six. Colours. I don't know. <laughs> you do. You do know it. Um, so right. they're called the Southampton Six, but they're certain colours that you should tell people that are in it. And they're mainly reds and yellows. Yes, I knew you yes, did. I did. <laughs> you go Southampton Six. Is this like the Ew, the belt? Yeah. What? So <laughs> yeah, um, I quite often because there are so many e numbers mm. now. Um, I probably find out that I'm doing this wrong. But if I have used colorants, um, like today, I made a um, pirate cake, right. and he had 
blues and greens and reds. There were all sorts of colours on it. So I've put on there, contains e-numbers, may have an adverse reaction in behaviour in children. So there are six specific ones that you should be putting on, and they're they're mainly reds, they're mainly yellows. Um, Just email Southampton 6 and email google southampton six um but yeah just make people aware that they have got colorants in and they may cause yeah. your children to go a bit nuts but that's why yeah. you know remember that baker there was a baker and he was using sprinkles from america yeah and, yes that was yeah recently, and wasn't he, it? they were called jimmy's because yes. i've yeah. used those before and because they've got colors in them but, but american colors have got colors that are actually illegal in the uk to use yeah so just be, yeah so if you're if you go off to the states and you pick up a load of sprinkles you might not actually yeah. legally be able to use them in the UK. Just yeah. check it out. So, I order mine from Shire's Sprinkles, yeah. I think. Yeah, order them from the UK. At least you know that they're, yeah. they're okay. Safe. Okay, right. So, um, next one. I'm confused. Do I, ne- do I legally have to have public liability insurance? And if so, how much? Wow. You don't legally have to have it. But, but. <laughs> <laughs> we would recommend if, you did. Yes. Yeah. Because you're covering your back. It's like having car insurance on your yeah. car. If you don't have it and you have an accident yeah. and you you chop somebody's leg off, unfortunately <laughs> you're gonna <laughs> have to pay for that. Why is that funny? <laughs> wrong it's so wrong but yeah it's uh, it's, it's like, yeah i mean i know i joked i've never known anyone die of cake but say there is an allergen in a cake yeah. and someone did have an adverse reaction to it and then they sued you that yeah. that's your insurance that's gonna gonna sort it out yeah um or um does, does it cover you if the cake falls over that's a product so there are different so there's public liability insurance there's product insurance and then there's employees so if you've got employees use employers insurance yeah so public liability is if someone sues you um about so if they trip up over your cake yes because um we've just had to do one of those hotel forms and it and it, um we had to list if we used electrics yeah. that we would cover them up properly yeah. um if there were tablecloths used that we would to make sure they were secure. yeah it's all that stuff so it's like your risk assessment and if it covers it um also i mean you're talking about a venue interestingly a lot of wedding venues now are asking they won't let you deliver until you've got public liability insurance yeah, yeah. and their forms are such a pain <laughs> in the arse to fill out <laughs> We're just delivering yeah. our cake and setting it up, you know. So a lot of the questions they ask are... I mean, I've never... I've only been... I think there's only... I think Old Thorns Hotel Centre. They, oh, yeah. they do a... Um, yeah. I've, but oh, I've... I can't remember the hotel it is, but I, we've had to do two or really? three recently. Well, I've... I've yeah. Only recently I've been asked to actually just supply my certificate. So supply a copy of my certificate. Yeah. We do. Yeah. And, and I think that's because, you know, if someone does get ill... And it's it's not their responsibility. It's the cake makers. They don't want to have to be. They're yeah. covering their backsides. The other thing is, yeah. I did a school fair at the weekend. So I live next door, but went to the school, and I did a school fair. Yeah. Okay, my in this heat, my millionaire shortbread was liquid, but 
<laughs> but I had to have, really? because it was a school, I had to have public liability insurance because it was on their yeah. premises. And so if someone tripped over the edge of my stall or tripped over the tablecloth or whatever, they were covered with my public liability. And it had yeah. to be five million. They wouldn't accept two million. Yeah. I, I, have, yeah, five I million. have five million. Um. I, I just when I renew it I just automatically yeah. get that every year now and and the question asked how much do you pay yeah so I think mine is 75 pounds okay mine is year. just renewed I, I'm a direct line and mine was 56 uh-huh oh gosh that's much cheaper than yeah, mine. mine was 56 for you <laughs> and I I used to be with the British Sugar Cross yes that's a good deal but um if you um is it uh yeah. over seven thousand? Yeah, seven and a half. It might have changed. It was seven and a yeah, half. It's, it's around that yeah. figure. You they then you're not covered. Yeah. So they cost cover you for the lower. So amount. these are for what they consider to be hobby bakers. So people earning less yeah. than seven and a half thousand a year. Um, but you have to have membership to the Sugarcraft Guild and then you get an insurance, which to be honest is not a bad deal if if that's oh no i think i learned so much when um i was at the british sugar yeah, guild it's... i th- i thought they were brilliant yeah. they really it's, it's a really, really good deal ah so yeah definitely so right um and then the last one of the serious ones before we get to, onto the fun ones is i <laughs> i keep seeing cakes with what i thought were toxic flowers on for example gypsophilia and eucalyptus what are your thoughts on it <laughs> Well, recently I got gypsophilia sap on my fingers and on my lips. That's amazing. And and it it brought it up in little on my lip was tiny little bubbles. Wow. And on my finger, I kept thinking, "What is that?" And that was that was gypsophilia. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, to be honest, I'm not being funny. Gypsophilia stinks as well. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have it on a flower on a cake personally, but a lot of brides love yeah. it yeah yeah so if know, they... I have I have done a whole cake you with did each tin yeah you did I was, do you know what I was thinking back to that and I was, I was going to ask so so that I mean that was lovely because it was like all the fit it looked spectacular so in between each yeah. tier was this cloud of of flowers um yeah how did you get over that with the bride um the well I obviously I tell them yeah I, yeah it is toxic um but it's not so toxic. It's not going to kill you. It's not going to kill you. It's just going to be a bit uncomfortable. Yeah. So you have to make sure that the staff at the hotel or the venue know that this is toxic yeah. so that when they take the flowers off, they, they you know, yeah. they're not So again, that goes back to that allergen thing. That's when I would write that. Yeah. So if yeah. if I if I'd made the bride the couple aware and they went, no, this this is integral to our design. This is what we want. I would make sure that they had sent me an email to tell me it's okay to use them. So I've got a, like a paper yeah. trail. Um, and again, yeah. I would tell the staff, but and I would write it on that form that yeah that they're yes. Oh, that's a good idea. I hadn't thought of that. <laughs> that's a good idea. But I um, if the florist has wired it which is amazing, I make sure that they've wired it incorrectly. (laughs) (laughs) Wired it correctly so that there are no cut stems that will be going into the cake. And I use posy picks and I make sure they are incredibly taped up 
so that they're secure. Definitely, definitely. I mean, there are some flowers. I had I had one um, wedding cake probably about three or four years ago that went to the World Wildflower Wetland Centre, Wild Fowl and Wetlands <laughs> Centre um, in London. Wildflower Wetland Centre. <laughs> um, and she wanted Carla lilies. Now, Carla yeah. lilies, I looked it up. They, on their stamen, they can produce tiny little spikes that can get into the respiratory system so i said to her absolutely not definitely yeah. not um you know you could actually cause real damage to people with this and uh, so with that she had mainly fresh flowers but then i made a few sugar carla lilies to dot in uh-huh. there um and then yeah. when i got there because it was a white chocolate ganache covered cake and when i got there she had these orchids which were bright blue and purple. And I said to, I said to, there was sort of like someone there, I said, how have they got them this colour? Because it was really artificial. And she died. Yeah, and she said they've been sprayed. And I'm like, well, they're not going on the cake either. Because if that started yeah. to melt and stuck to the cake, so yeah. I put, I decorated them around the base, around yeah. the stand with those. So, you know, there's a craze at the moment for dried flowers. Yeah, there's bits that come off, yeah. Yeah, so I had to do one recently and um, I bought the flowers off a lady on Etsy. Right. And I asked her, do you know if any of these flowers, dried flowers, are toxic? Right. And she came back and she said, oh, my gosh, she was a lovely lady. Oh, my gosh, um, nobody ever asks me really? about this sort of question. She said um, that um, that she knew these two flowers, particular two, were toxic. Right. And she agreed to take them out of the thing, of the spray, and put in another couple. And she also said, I will check to make sure the flowers haven't been sprayed yes. before yeah. as well. And um, so she sorted it all yeah. out for me. So and she put in flowers that she knew that um, was were okay. See, yeah. and I mean the other thing is, is that I've had um, I tried to speak to the florist beforehand. Yeah. And I will when I'm talking to them, I will always try and get a list of the flowers they're going to be leaving me, so then I can look them up because I'm not yeah. a florist. I have no clue. And it's really nice that you've got to talk to someone that obviously knew what they were talking about. And yeah. so I like to, you know, I could have a flower in front. If it's not a rose or a peony, I've got no idea. You know, <laughs> you know yeah. so if I, they've given me a list and then I can look them up, I can see which ones should and shouldn't go on there. Yeah. Um, and the other thing is I would never let a florist put cake, flowers in my cake, ever. Never. No, no, because they don't, they don't know. No. And um, you do... Those flowers could have been cross-contaminated. Yeah. They'll be in their, their flower water. Um, a fly could have landed on them. Yeah, and They could anything. have been put in poo yeah. <laughs> and then stuck into the and cake. And flowers don't... I mean, I've, I know um, we did a cake years ago at... Um, it's like an old railway station in... in oh, I yeah. know, yes. Um, yeah. And I got there and I set the cake up and I spoke to... The, and the florist wasn't there and I spoke to the florist and I went... I need the flowers to put in the cake. She went, oh, it's all right. I've taped them up. I'll put them in later. And I'm like, what do you mean you've taped them? How are you going to put them in the cake? And she went, well, I put florist tape around them. I was like, no, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait so yeah. they can that florist tape can then go and posy pics because that's not food safe. You know, all these things don't, the yeah. florists don't necessarily know. And also, who's to say they're not going to put something in your cake and then pull your cake apart? 
Yeah. You know, yeah, other than poisoning right. someone, they could actually just wreck the cake. Yeah. The florist at uh, the wedding I did this weekend, um, I think, labelled stuff up incorrectly. Really? Yeah. So um, there were... She just... Apparently, the wedding coordinator said she just came in and went, here's your flowers, and left. Oh. So they were all in the, the box, the, the bride's bouquet, the, the um, bridesmaids' ones. Yeah or the buttonholes and I kept going um do you know which one's mine for my for the cake I thought oh no they've forgotten and then I found a lovely bag labeled up and it said cake spray it was beautifully taped yeah I go over to the the cake and I think oh I'm I'm I like to deconstruct them yeah. <laughs> a little bit and I took the ribbon off because that was pretty and I put that around the cake because it matched the room and then the wedding coordinator came back over and said I've just been up to talk to the bride there's a um a spray missing <gasps> and we were like oh well is it that my bag was clearly labeled Cakes. cake topper so they the florist had incorrectly labeled oh up word. the flowers and the the flowers that I use which is where I got the um the sap on me yeah. of that flower that I forgot gypsophilia because yeah. when I was cutting it all up ready to put into the cake <gasps> um top taped so is that a bouquet um, for someone it was like um oh, a corsage oh. it was it was beautiful it was <laughs> <laughs> so we had we were, we looked at each other and she was amazing she didn't flap or anything and like have a complete meltdown so i took the ribbon off the cake wiped all the butter <laughs> and handed it back to her luckily i hadn't completely cut into it and opened it up oh how funny so, yeah, yeah. I, just, I mean, florists are as busy as we are at this time of year. You yeah. know, yeah. Um, I mean, I've had some, I've had some wonderful florists leave buckets of flowers that have just been glorious and good. And I oh, always ask for God. a fresh, like a whole bucket. And then I've had others that have literally left me whole bouquets, like yeah. taped, and the the stems taped together are like an inch. And I'm like, and you want me to stick that in my cake? Yeah. yeah. Or I've been, uh, you've rocked up and they've left you. So you've got a massive, <laughs> ma- this happened, this happened to I me know, recently. I know, five tier. <laughs> and it was massive and they left me the tiniest wilted little spray. So I had to go around the venue and steal flowers yeah. from everywhere. And the thing is, is that this is even after, I mean, we talk to florists. Um, yeah. Imagine if you didn't talk to the florist, you know. Yeah. So, um yeah but i i would i would there are some flowers that i would never ever ever put in a cake there are some like gyp and eucalyptus i would always bring it to the attention of the couple and i would make sure they put it in writing in an email so i've got a paper trail and then i would definitely put it on venue stuff and top tip print out a list of flowers that are toxic and keep them on your wall yes Yes. Or keep them somewhere to hand so that when someone phones up, or Google it. Yeah. <laughs> use use modern technology. <laughs> oh, you're so new. <laughs> you're so on trend, love. <laughs> and so you've always got it to hand. Yeah, yeah you've always got it there. You, so. could even, you could even put it in your T's and C's or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. If you use these flowers. Yeah, don't blame me, love. 
Yeah. Yeah. Right. So now we have got some quick fire questions <laughs> and these have all come from the Viking Bakehouse. Um, she sent one, two, three, four questions. And I think these are, these are amazing questions because these are questions that we ask our guests and she's asking us. Right. Yeah. So if you didn't cake, what would you do? I would be a gardener. Really? I think so. Or a florist. Yeah, I can see you as a florist. Yeah. yeah. I've de- I, de- I definitely would either. You would be something creative, definitely. Yeah. 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 See, I think I would probably still be doing something in my previous career, which was the dance industry. So I worked uh-huh. in the dance industry um, and I worked for magazine, a, dance, a ballet and ballroom magazine for eight years. I worked at a dance a point shoot ballet point shoot manufacturer for 10 years and then my last job darling don't you have a degree in dance i have a degree in dance and business studies yes yes majoring in marketing (laughs) don't you know there you go yes um and my last job my last job was amazing my last job i did the pr for the company that do the strictly come dancing dresses i like how cool is that i know um so yeah that's what i would probably still be doing if i didn't make cake Right. Yeah. Who is your cake inspiration? Um, there are so <laughs> there many. So many. Why did you start? But, why did you start making? Was there someone that started you going? I could do that. Um. N- no, because um, wow, Peggy Portion. Yeah. But the the one person that I would aspire to be like but I'm not because my style is not her style style is um the frostery yes Suzanne Thorpe Suzanne yeah beautiful cakes yeah I I I've always she's my cake crush do you know what though isn't that funny that because like a lot of my inspirations are cakes that I would never make yeah that's a similar thing you know it's a cake and maybe it's like you would it's that because you you could make them if you really put your mind to it, but it's not your style, and so therefore it's almost unattainable. Yeah, it, yeah. If I if I try to do cakes like her, they just don't come out like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. So it's that's her style. That's she's created, yeah. and that's why her cakes are her cakes. Yeah, and that's why my cakes are my cakes. <laughs> but. I would aspire to be like her. Yeah, definitely. I don't know whether it's he's still my cake inspiration, but the reason that I started making a lot of the cake type of cakes that I do would be because I watched a lot of Ace of Cakes with Duff Goldman. Oh yeah, I see. I was cake bar. Yeah, see, I'm more. Yeah, so I watched all of of Ace of Cakes, um, and you know the big sculpted cakes. um, Yeah, and that's probably where my initial inspiration is was from but a lot of my inspiration now isn't necessarily cake makers you know it's it's other artists and it's other ways of doing things yeah um but i do you know what if anyone is being artistic with cake they're my inspiration you know if there's if someone is doing something new unseen um yeah then i they completely inspire me um because every day is a lesson Okay, if you could eat only one flavour of cake forever, what is it? Well, um, I actually found this question quite difficult (laughs) because, um, 
like on some days I like raspberry bakewell <laughs> cake. Some days I like sticky toffee pudding no, one, cake. One for the rest of your life. I, I know. Oh, there's, oh, I think <laughs> it's going to have to be the cake that my mum used to make, which was um, apple cinnamon brown sugar. That I, I will never be able to recreate, recreate, recreate. <laughs> yeah, see that's yeah, um, that's got a lot of memories and everything. Yeah. yeah, and like when you bite into it, the sponge is all fluffy but moist, and you've got the layer of <laughs> apples that's slightly crunchy, and then there's the cinnamon and brown oh. sugar topping. Yeah, delish. See, I would go, and I'm going to be really, really boring about this because flavour is my thing. Let's face it, I do a lot of flavours. But I don't think you can beat a really well-baked vanilla cake. Yeah. A vanilla with good buttercream, a good quality yeah. strawberry jam, and a bit of squidge. And when you like... Whoosh, whoosh, yeah, nice yeah. and soft. And the bubbles are all just perfectly... Yeah. And fresh, like... really fresh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I can't be dry. Yeah. So that's, that's mine. Oh, my God. I do like um, cherry cake as well. Like, oh, chocolate gateau. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Um, Black Forest gateau. Oh, I love that. And I had... <laughs> oh, we've started something here. <laughs> and I went to a first birthday party this weekend where I didn't have to make the cake. And um, the lady who made it uh, made a vegan cake, vegan oh. chocolate cake, and it was so good really i i have the recipe i was gonna say did you did you tap her for the recipe nice one yeah i did see i, I did. If, if we're talking like so if i was going out for dinner and there's sticky toffee pudding on on the rest on the menu always yeah every time sticky toffee pudding yeah yeah but sticky toffee pudding cake <gasps> oh, oh my delicious. god it's another oh my god vanilla chai cake <laughs> oh it's not vanilla chai it's chai yeah. cake. do you know what that's my best selling flavor other than vanilla and chocolate chai is my best selling chai. flavor. Yeah. yeah 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 okay right lastly last one what is your favorite style okay. of cake to make oh i would say it's definitely um a sculpted style cake or something along those lines yeah. something weird and weird and so I, yeah i would go i'd be really similar i'd say a sculpted style but nothing um so i don't want someone to coming along and going i want that car um oh god i hate <laughs> see my so my much. favorite cake that i've ever made um and i was talking about this to some with someone today actually my favorite cake i've ever made was my dear skull oh, so that yeah, was like my yeah. favorite because it was it was different. I'll, 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 right, so you'll tell me your you, you'll have to tell me your favorite cake in a minute because I'll put pictures up on Instagram so you can go and see what we're, we're talking about. Um, but oh yeah, so it was a deer skull and it was realistic, um, and I just really enjoyed doing it. But then I've made other things like a standing up ice cream cone and then a milkshake and all that. So they're fun. And you did a guitar. I did. Yeah, I did the the guitar. So. And the elephant. So all things, all things <laughs> just like fun and different and not tied down to it's got to look exactly like that sort of thing. You know, yeah. that's my favourite. What? You, so what's your, what's your between your favourite you've made? Oh. <laughs> you remember the train cake? <laughs> <laughs> I 
that train? They they were less impressed. Um, they weren't. The thing uh, is, actually, we should. We, I don't know whether we've talked about this before. So Sammy made probably. this incredible steam train. It was amazing. Oh, it was amazing. And she even used popcorn, popcorn for the steam. steam. It was incredible. And it moved when you, oh. like, it was all on wires and everything. And when they arrived, they went, oh, thank you very much. <laughs> and off they went. There was, like, no emotion. Was no, Not even the glimmer like, of that. And it was a man and a woman. Because <laughs> normally the woman is the one that's like, oh, my God, I love it. Uh, but, they literally you know, just turned up nothing. and went, yeah, thanks. They were like ghosts. They just zoom and took the cake. Anyway, um, do you know what? What one of my favourite cakes I ever made was the Nike shoe yes. that I made at the shop <gasps> because that was the first time I thought, oh yeah, I'm quite good at making yeah. cakes. Yeah, that Nike that Nike shoe got us in a lot of trouble. Yeah, that night shoe got us reported <laughs> to trading standards. That night shoe—that's yeah. how good that Nike shoe was because they thought we were yeah. selling Nike fakes. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. So, yeah, no, I've... I can't think of a cake because I'm—I'm always so down on myself. It always it takes me six months before I can look at them again because I just think they're horrendous. <laughs> <laughs> See, I think um, I think some of your cake international cakes have been pretty spectacular. Yeah, but they could have been so much better. Oh. <laughs> oh. But you, I, I think, I think we both come to the conclusion. Although we make pretty um, buttercream and fondant wedding cakes, give us something to get our teeth into, and we're much happier. Yeah, yeah, something a little bit crunchy, yeah. a bit just you know out there. Perfect. I did make a really good. Oh, let's just no, stop go on, now go because. On. No, just recently, I didn't take any pictures of it. Um, a two-tier um, buttercream yeah. cake, um, but she wanted her hers was the Stuart clan, oh. and I, I incorporated like it was all modern with with printout edible printouts made into kind of like kilt folded, and, wow. and then it was two flags. And you didn't and, take any uh, pictures. No, it was a. We just won't go okay. there with why I didn't take any pictures. What a shame. <laughs> Never yes. mind. The lady did say, take my card so she could send me some. So maybe it's only re- literally two weeks so ago. She, you, so she might get some photos. Fing- fingers yeah. crossed and I can share them with the world then. Yeah, I hope so. Right, so that's all our questions. Um, it's been great. I've really enjoyed answering other people's questions. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, that was fun. Really good. <laughs> really good. Um We interrupt our podcast to uh, talk about our sponsors, Creative Cake Design. And today we're going to be talking about fondant um, and modelling chocolate. Some of those... Some of those videos are so good on there. So, so good. Uh, yeah. I'm three quarters of the way through the uh, fondant, fondant, fondant versus modelling chocolate um, video and so good there's um, so much information in it isn't there yeah, so much I, I didn't realize I've never really used modeling chocolate before and it's really opened my eyes so yeah. I think I'm going to uh dip my my feet in yeah I watched that one and I was amazed at how many differences there are. I mean I have used modeling chocolate but not in the way 
a lot of the time that she's been mentioning. So that was yeah. really interesting. The other one that I watched that I found fascinating was If You Make Mistakes When Covering Your Cake. Yes. So, so many hints and tips. Yeah. So good. So good. And um, I do like um, the tutor's purple outfit and matching yes! purple watch as well. Yes! She looks so cool. <laughs> I, re- I really am like, I need to get something like her outfit. <laughs> <laughs> Very pleasing to the eye. <laughs> yes, definitely. Definitely. So it was very interesting. Yeah, yeah. So the um yeah, the, the fondant and modern chocolate section, it's this it's not a huge section, but there's so much information in it, so much yeah, vital information. Definitely. Covering cakes, your, your next step should be um storing um fondant. Right. So if you want to subscribe for just two dollars a year, go to go. A year. That's a year. <laughs> yeah, two dollars a, a for year. the year. <laughs> go to go.creativecakedesign.com forward slash DCC and all the information will be there. So um should we get luck. back to the episode? Yes. Here we go. Right, is it time? Yes. <clears throat> I've got a bit of a, a horse throat sexy this week. But... Sexy. Product of the week, product of the week. <laughs> Product of the week. (laughs) (laughs) Right, shall I go first? Yes. Right, so mine, um, like I said, I did a school fair at the weekend. Yes. Um, And I did a reel about these, actually, because I was so impressed with them. So I bought off of Amazon for, I bought 35 for £8.95, making 26 pence each, foil Aluminium foil trays. Oh yeah, with plastic domed lids. Oh, so yeah. they're like if you know if you go to um, a takeaway and you get your egg yeah. fried rice and they come in a yeah. foil takeaway tray. It's yeah. them, right? It's them, oh, but no. rather than a plastic uh, paper lid, it had a plastic clear domed lid. Domed lid. Um, like I say, they were thirty. I got thirty five of them, and I baked. I did school cake, so I did vanilla cake with sprinkles on i did some coffee walnut i did some lemon drizzle and i did some orange drizzle Uh um and i baked the cake in the foil tray um Mm -hmm. i didn't like i didn't grease them i didn't line them or anything i baked the cakes in the foil tray and then i decorated them in the foil tray and because it was a very hot saturday i didn't use buttercream i used um just like a glacé icing then put the lids on sold them like that Sold them straight, and they were really good and I sold them and going to allergens because it's a pre-packed product I did have to put a list of ingredients on it um yeah, but yeah it was they oh, were really lovely. good they were so easy yeah. um they were like like selling massive cupcakes and you don't need any oh, other it's much nicer than having to like cut it there and then yeah. wobble yeah. across <laughs> Stuff it in a bag. Oh, it's fallen to pieces. Exactly. It was in its own little contained tray, and I would say they're probably two or three portions. Um, you didn't have to put them in a bag. You didn't have to use any tongs. You didn't have to cut them. So foil trays, if you do fairs or markets or school fairs or anything like that, I highly recommend having a look at them. Fish bash bosh. Fish bash bosh done. Right. You. So I am going to have as product of the week a Karen Davies mold 
and it's brush embroidery and um i didn't have enough flowers for a cake recently um and i was like oh my god I'm gonna blah. and i used this and when i rocked up because it was a wedding cake mm. the bride had exactly the same flowers <gasps> brush embroidered like, almost onto her wedding dress no yeah so um yeah amazing so i mean we don't we don't usually endorse a lot of molds no molds aren't my thing yeah <laughs> but i can honestly say it's it's really so beautiful. do you think you're going to use this a lot then yeah because um i've got a very large wedding cake coming up in a month or two and the bride came round and even though it's a very large wedding cake they didn't want to spend as much money as it would right. have cost to make all these sugar yeah. flowers. So when I showed her this, Excellent. she was like, yeah, that's what I want. Perfect. So I'm, I'm going to be using it on a cake. Because is it individual? It's, it's like lots of individual yeah. flowers. There's one large one uh, and a couple of smaller ones, a smaller one, some leaves. And then um, there's one with leaves. So, so you could use them just like on small birthday cakes as individuals. Yeah, or... Or, or even like a little cup, cupcake topper. Or you know when you have a gap when you like put a spray of flowers on yep. something? You could use those as like gap fillers. <laughs> and, um, oh, it's gone out of my head. What was I going to say? Oh, why does that happen? Because we're women of a certain age. <laughs> oh, oh, I, I because you've got so much going on in your head that's why yeah. um so I, I i had a look across the, the the websites the cake decorating company don't do it right. i could i could see on it but they have amazing molds they've got like they got those green molds that i can't remember what they're called <laughs> <laughs> but they they had a, a fantastic array of them because i got sucked into molds because there, there are so many i didn't realize I know. and this is why people spend such a lot of money on cake equipment yeah, yeah. so i i paid 17.99 for mine right um and i i think that was on cake decorating and uh, the cake stuff on cake stuff okay company but um i've managed i've deleted the page that i had open for all of the other ones so the only one i've got left open is on the vanilla valley and theirs is 21 pounds 99 Okay, but you think you're so going to use this a lot, though? Yeah, oh, definitely. So that's, yeah. that's the thing. If it's, if and it's I've worth actually it. seen. I've actually so I'm I'm here and I've got them all open in front of me, and there's ruffled roses. Oh, they look very nice. <laughs> there's a peony because you know that it's like a plique. Yeah. So you can use them like there are so many, and but, they're but this, just this not... is why people spend so much cash on their yeah. stuff. I can I can understand. Um, like there's pipe shell borders here. Um, there's there's rustic stags. There's so many, and they're absolutely amazing. Because a lot of oh, I've got that one. <laughs> <laughs> but, but there are a lot that I would make by hand. Yeah, my, you know myself. But I'd prefer to make my hair. Yeah. I, I I do. I like think, but also better. like a lot of um, there's a lot of like bass reliefs type stuff out at the moment. Yeah, and that's yeah, that, a lot of that is like mold brooches. Brooches. So yeah. Perfect. Right. So Karen Davies brush embroidery for you to speak. I I was Oh, do you know what? 
I've just seen on it. I'm cracked up. So I spent ages going, oh, I can't remember. Is it Elizabeth? I'm sure it's a name. Elizabeth? Oh. So I've had to Google it. Took me ages. And it's on the bloody mould. <laughs> <laughs> Karen Davies. Sorry, Karen, if you're listening. <laughs> yeah. What a twit. Never mind. And it's good quality. It's that's quality. Yeah, good quality. It's, it's not, not like that stuff, you know. You get off of eBay pink, for a bit dodgy. Pink ones. Yeah. 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 It's like the baby quality. one you got. Yeah. <laughs> I do use that every now and then. Top tip, put it in the freezer. Yeah. The baby mould. Sammy's got one and the baby's come out really scary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, like we said last week or last time, if you've got, if you if you are the owner of a cake company, if you want us, if you want us to give your product a go and give it a review, send it yeah. in. We're always willing to have a or look. Or if you want to be a guest, yeah. <laughs> if you want to be a guest and you've got time in this busy period, please get <laughs> yeah. in touch. Um, yes. Yeah. So right, I think we're done. Um, I definitely think we should do another Q and A in a, in the future. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Definitely definitely enjoyed and that. um thank you very much for listening yeah all... oh oh i've i've got to do a shout out oh. um to somebody um so special shout out to elaine um maxwell for all your top tips and help you've been amazing yes absolutely incredible um we do read all your messages that everyone sends um and Alan, Elaine, Alan, we're sorry if we're pronouncing your name wrong, um, has sent some recommendations for guests and we thank them from the bottom of our hearts. Thank you. Yes. So, but yeah, we do read all your messages that come in on social media and email. Um, so please feel free to DM us, slide into our DMs. Right. Okay. Um, right. I think we're done. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Oh. I was just checking the time. Love Island's on in a minute. Right, I'll leave you go then. I'll let you go. <laughs> Are we still with food? Yes. <laughs> oh, right, so we will see you next time. Hopefully we'll have some guests. If we don't, we don't know what we're going to talk about, but we'll think of something. We always do. Cake. <laughs> right, so see ya. Bye. Listeners of The Business of Cake Making can subscribe to Creative Cake Design for a year for just $2, which is about £1.65-ish. Creative Cake Design knows cake making is an art and wants to be your go-to place to nourish your creativity. Use our special link go.creativecakedesign.com forward slash DCC to take advantage of this 97% discount offer.